welcome to a new episode of One Shot. I have been your extremely charming guest host, Dylan, or Super Dylan. The pronouns you should be using for me are she, he, and they. Mix them up. Have some fun. This episode is part two of us playing a game called Critters in Concrete by Emily Conklin, which is a game where shapeshifters, who can be just your little various city critters, must save each other and their neighborhood. So if you haven't caught part one yet, you might want to do that first. Or not. I'm not your dad. Let's get into it. Gaffield, Gaffield Adonis, I don't, I don't know. Do you have a current job? Uh, no, I no, I do not. I cannot get a job because yeah. the TikTok sound reminding yeah. everybody of my annoying character that I play. <laughs> so, I I imagine as you are kind of just lounging, scrolling, maybe past too many of the videos using that TikTok sound, despite any blocked or muted hashtags and terms that you might try to use they keep coming up mm -hmm. but in a beautiful respite a break from that your phone kind of switches off and a uh a, a number is calling from an from an unknown number literally a, a private number not coming up on your phone Hey man, uh, this is Gaffield Adonis. Uh, 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 Gaffield Adonis. Um, gaff to my friends. Hello. Hey, hey, Gaffield. Hey. Um, it's me. I totally recognize you. It's obviously Ariana. <laughs> <laughs> so it's. Ariana, it's been way, way long. It's been super way long. Yeah. So, like, don't tell anyone that I'm calling, okay? Um, yeah, I wouldn't. It's shameful to know me. Well, uh, no, it's not. It's not because of that. It's because, you know, a, a bunch of us are oh, trying to. Oh, <laughs> there's another layer of shame to the call. Okay, cool. I can be cool about that. Well, no, you're great. You're great. It's just, you know. Some of us are getting together, you know, for a little bit of a reunion. Um, okay. Uh, this is a moment where I have to ask the context of the reunion. Is this like a Disney thing or like a cult thing? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Not the cult part. Not this. Time. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 No, this this one is just is just from, you know, you know, sort of traumatized Disney stars uh, sure. all yep. getting together. Yeah, we just want to, you know, get drunk about it. That's all. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, of course, to to keep our anonymity, uh, we're calling from a private number. And also we're going to meet at this really shady bar. Um, I'm going to text you the deets and, um, you know, just don't tell anyone you're going to be there or that I spoke to you. Uh, sure. Of course. I, I can totally do that. Okay, sweet. Um, we'll see you tonight and I'll, I'll text you. <laughs> awesome. I'm so excited. 
<laughs> Great. I'm uh, also excited, I think. Uh, cool, cool. Uh, hey, um, you know, while I have you, uh, do you have any, like, um, openings, you know, for someone who's, like, not qualified super to work, but, like, could could do it? Oh, like a big, um, like, like kind of a resume gap oh. for 10 years or so, like, or if you hear anything, if you heard anything, you know, uh, I'm always looking for, uh, people to, you know, pad out the posse. Would you just mind cool, being like cool. a, a like nameless a, like body? A, like a health insurance, uh, having position or, uh. It's not. I can like. Okay. All right. I, cool. Super cool. More, not a deal breaker. Yeah. Either. Non-union and definitely off the oh, books. Oh, sure. Kind of non-union. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, you know, it all goes through my agent, but I will definitely put in a good word for you. Awesome. Awesome. So cool. Can't wait to hang out. Yeah, it's gonna be so cool. Uh, she ends that call. Thank goodness this isn't a cult thing because they're, I'm remembering now that tradition where they sacrifice one blood-related member every year, and I for sure think I'm a weak link, but if it's not a cult thing, I got nothing to worry about. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, a, a, Thanks, a, digital a... assistant. <laughs> <laughs> That explains why I talk to myself out loud. Yeah. Stoked to be here. Uh, this is the location that Ariana Grande sent you. Mm-hmm. And it pops up on your phone. Wow. Oh, man, those are low ratings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've just read reports that an exterminator visits every day. <laughs> well, then they shouldn't have too many bugs. Hopefully. I feel like things are going to turn around. I feel like tonight is a night where where life starts over, you know? Yeah. Should I play an upbeat song? Actually, if you want to play uh, uh, just Sounds of Seagulls, that'd be great. You got it. And just... <laughs> so many, so many calls and screams just start playing. And he's the phone. like, sort of like trying to pick out what to wear while seagull screams are happening in the background. Yeah. Yeah. There's occasionally like an actual human voice yelling because a seagull stole their chips, but that is still in the atmosphere <laughs> and the ambience. It's of, a part of, of it. Yeah, it really is. Do you know the scene in Clueless where she picks out her outfit on that like TV screen? Yeah. Uh, I am imagining that, but instead of a great song in the background, it's just <laughs> seagulls screaming. screaming. <laughs> I was uh, see, I was picturing uh, the scene in Morbius where that guy is like kind of getting dressed and like turning into a vampire at himself. So I feel like there are a few things where he's like like trying on a shirt and he turns and his head is a seagull's head for a second. And yeah, I've only seen more or. Morbius in a, a gif on Tumblr. Someone compressed the entire movie into one gif, and that's the only way I can zoom in. Beautiful. That's how the director intended. Yeah, of course. Of it's course. Respecting the craft. 
as uh, as night falls over this noisy, loud city, again, uh, barely a change in the atmosphere as it's still pretty bright and noisy out. The bar starts to bring in some business. The usual patrons, of which there are two, are are sat at the bar. But to your surprise, some some sort of business-looking folks walk in. Bigsby, this bar that your colleagues have brought you to is dingy, dark inside. It's um, actually Mills. Would you like to? Would you like to provide some additional atmosphere? Yeah, I would love to. <laughs> so every table in this bar, uh, it looks like beautiful fine wooden tables, maybe from 50 years ago, that have been chipped and scratched and scuffed to hell. Um, all of the seats look like they came from three separate sets. Like maybe every like 10 years or so, they add a few more and uh, they have that like cheap pleather that's just torn where you can see the foam underneath and the edge is a little bit white. Um, the entire place is has this sort of greenish yellow glow from incandescent bulbs in, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, like those old Pizza Hut lights, you know, with like the fake stained glass <laughs> yeah. kind of situation. That's- I really don't know what this says about me, but I'm like, man, this place fucking rules. <laughs> yeah. It's cool as hell. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but it, it has those, some of the, some of the bulbs are out. There's a lot of dust in, in like those easily forgotten areas. Um, if you looked around, you can see tiny little objects, like random shiny things or interesting things or little pieces of food or nuts that are on like the baseboards and little trim as if someone collects things and puts them here. Um, there is uh, mostly high top tables. There's a couple of booths that have seen much better days. And then the bar itself that kind of extends along uh, the rear wall. If you, it's like a long sort of rectangular room. So if you enter, you're kind of, you're entering through one of the long side walls, and then you have to walk all the way down to get to the actual bar. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Oh, and the grossest carpet you've ever seen. It's carpeted. like constantly like a little bit yeah, wet. Like, yeah, it's uh, like always kind of squishy. Yeah, like that like, you know, like bowling alley industrial kind of carpet that's like supposed to be stain resistant, but also is like probably supposed to be cleaned. There's a yeah. <laughs> it looks like there's a pattern on it, but like when you look close enough, you realize, oh, it was supposed to be one uniform color. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. Just... <laughs> very textured, very crunchy yeah. in it, some spots too. If you have like a decent enough run up, uh, run up this could easily be like a slip and slide. Oh, like gross. it's just like that level of like tsh, slide along the bar. I yeah. hate that so much. <laughs> it's, 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 it's permeated my very chest. Uh, but I do Question. know it well. Go for do it. Do these business people have briefcases? Matt? Every single one of us, yeah. Uh, work never stops. Okay. The grind never sleeps. As soon as Sue Pom Pom clocks that, beeline straight to your table. <laughs> Everyone is... <laughs> There's like six of us, and we're all like, I don't know where to put this. Uh... Yeah, uh, Sue Pom Pom just grabs it, and it's just like, 
Ooh. This is a briefcase. <laughs> right, you are. You keep the business oh, wow, we in have here? A... We keep a lot of business in there. Human um, business things? Can I can I look in here? Uh, you uh, ca cannot. Hey, uh, I got some very important documents to open in it, there. I can't really do the latches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, we might have another one. We might have another one. Hey, Billy, uh, give the uh, uh, give the give the bartender your uh, your briefcase to open. <laughs> Uh, what, what, why are we doing, why are we, do you, are you going to secure it for us? Yes. All right. As long as I don't have to put it down on this extremely questionable floor. I'll you have questions you. about the floor. I do have some, but I'll save them until uh, okay. after I've had a few. Yeah, I can. So I can have all of these. I'll take all of them. Thank you. And just grabs all the briefcases. That seems like it'll be fine. <laughs> um, do you? Yeah. Do you want to drink things? I can make you things to drink. I'm good at making things to drink. Hey, uh, have you have you got any of that Cyber LA tap water? Just like straight from the tap. Yes. Oh, you like it from the tap too? Uh, uh yeah. I'm on a cleanse to all of the other business. I'm on a okay. cleanse. You understand? There's so one. Two, three, four, five, Hell yeah, six. almost, so close. Six oh. waters. I will bring you six Let's waters. Let's go. They, everyone else besides Bigsby raises their hand and is like, we'll take beer, actually. Beer. Yeah. Okay. So all of the beer, it looks the same, but some of it's darker than the other ones. Um, do you, Which one do you want? There's... Two, three. Do you want the ones that do you want the ones that come out like the water does? Yes. Uh uh just like a couple of shared glances and then you know what? The 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 dark one. The dark one. We'll take we'll all take the dark one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um oh, you <laughs> you have to give me money for them. Yeah. We, yeah, okay. we of course. We'll, okay. We're gonna we're gonna pay and of you course promise? tip you for because your amazing you services. Have to. We <laughs> promise that we will. Okay. I, love, I love that you just human splains people. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. have our word. Oh, okay. I will be back. Thank you. Thank you for the business boxes. And, and just puts those in the kitchen, and I'll get their drinks. What a what a quirky little place! <laughs> it's, it's wild. People are people are mad. Bill does lean in to you and to the rest of the gang, and is like, "Did anybody bring anything really confidential in their briefcases? Because I am getting a slight feeling." Yeah. No, my briefcase is like. Like, no, I think it'll be fine. My briefcase just can't be opened, just, like, at all. Um, super confidential, like, like super high-level, uh, important business. Like, millions, millions and millions of dollars is, like, in that briefcase. Yeah. So I recommend that nobody opens it. And you know what? I sense trepidation. I'll go, I'll go speak to them. How about that? Well, that'd be great, because I, I think in my briefcase, I've got documents that could implicate me in a crime. 
Hey, listen. That's just like you, Phil. Yeah, that's just like that you. Is, that is just like me. That's what I'm always like. We can't take this guy anywhere. Who's this, who's this hey, guy? Yeah, I'm bad right. at my All job. Right. <laughs> but for society, not for the company. I'm good for the company, just bad for society. Great for the company. Yeah. Great for the company. We all do extremely questionable things for this company, which implicates society as, uh, on, on large. I, can you scoot? I'm going to scoot. Oh, uh, uh, get uh, don't mind me. <laughs> There's a brief, as they like turn back after they scoot, uh -huh. they turn and our, our table is like right next to a window and uh, outside in this like grim dark alleyway are like these two rats playing in like in an overturned bin and just quietly in Bigsby's head it's just like I wanna be where the people are and then they just kind of like reclock themselves and it's like no it's not the time <laughs> and they turn back to human society and walk off I do have a question for for Bigsby I think I know the answer for Sue Pom Pom I mm -hmm. possibly but but Bigsby possibly. I'm not so sure possibly <laughs> uh, do either of you feel like that you would be very familiar with Ariana Grande and other various members of old Disney original television programming. Yeah, I, I think I am pretty familiar with Ariana Grande, the Nickelodeon child star. I don't know um, what Disney programming <laughs> is. <laughs> it's Cyber LA. She did a small this. stint after her music career. Yeah. She did Disney yeah. again and then I she got out. <laughs> Oddly enough, Sue Pom Pom is very familiar, but only with what's currently on the air because of the 10 year old they're best friends with. Yeah. But anything from like, but this 10 year old would probably be too young for Ariana. Yeah. In yeah. that sense, probably just like the seven ring sense. But uh, Sue Pom Pom's not retaining that info. Sure, mm. sure, sure. Uh, I ask because uh, just as you are beginning to to turn away from your uh, part of your world moment, out the window, a group of at once slash currently, depending on uh, the individual, famous former child stars of Disney slash other children's media. Uh, do, do uh, walk down the street and are headed into this very location. It's such a whiplashing, jarring moment when it's like, you know, it could, there's the thing of like, you, everyone tries to be cool when they see someone famous in real life. Sure. But then sometimes it's so jarring that you can't be, it like short circuits some bit in your mind. Yeah. And uh, Bigsby is fully staring at Ariana Grande and the crew of the hit show that uh, she was on. Yeah. Uh, as she, as they all walk through the door. I, I would like to introduce, like just quickly inject the real life celebrity sighting story that I had. Uh, I was leaving <laughs> a Mike Birbiglia show. Oh and God. <laughs> hanging out with like my, my sister had to use the bathroom. So I'm like just sort of hanging around. Uh, and yeah. I see somebody like walking towards the door and I'm like, oh shoot. I recognize this person, but I don't know their name. I, it, and my first assumption always when that happens is they must be from the games industry somehow. And I just like, I don't remember their name. Like it's an older person. So clearly it's like, this is an older generation of like game people. I'm feeling awkward because like, I recognize this person. They'd probably recognize me. I'm not going to know their name. I'm like psyching myself up to like do a pleasant hi, hello or whatever. And like, 
I'm staring at them, like trying to, or not staring, but like I'm taking glances, like trying to think of like, how do I recognize this person? What's their name? Uh, and they walk right by me and don't say a thing. I'm like, oh, f- thank fucking Christ. And uh, my sister comes up to me after and was like, why were you being so weird about Vince Vaughn being there? And I'm like, Thank God. Yeah, thank God I just treated a very famous man weird. Um, yeah. Instead of- <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's, you know, that's that's like relatively normal rather than like. Yeah, drop sp- in the bucket it- for Vince Vaughn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that could have been a whole lot worse for both of us. Yeah. Had it had it been Matthew Mercer in disguise. Or had I been excited to see Vince Vaughn? <laughs> yeah, that could have been a real yeah, disaster. <laughs> anyway, ap- apologies. That moment. No, no please don't perfect. apologize. Um, what a little. <laughs> uh, back to the small mosquito bar. Bigsby looks at the door and I was like, oh my God, is that Ariana Grande and Vince Vaughn walking toward this bar right <laughs> Notable now? Notable Disney child and- star Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Because he did that stint after Ariana Grande like stopped doing music and then did Disney Channel. It's a moment Vince Vaughn was in the show. Celebrities <laughs> loop around and do a bunch yeah. of Disney Channel stuff. You know, no, it's Absolutely. like um, it's like how uh, oh, what's it called? Like Mads Mikkelsen when he was in uh, Rihanna's "Bitch Better Have My Money" music video, and part of the reason he took the part was because he didn't really know Rihanna and hadn't really heard of it, but his kids were like, "You have to do this," and it's like. It's it's the the parents, yeah. the A-list celebrities who are parents who are doing things so their kids can see them in things so they sure. think they're cool. Yeah. Absolutely, that's a hundred percent what it is. Yeah, yeah. So this group, this group does enter uh, this shoddy little mosquito inn and greeted by uh, apparently a very very anxious person near the door. And otherwise, a f- relatively empty space besides one table full of executives and two very intoxicated people at the end of the bar already almost asleep. Uh, Sue Pom Pom's in the back. Uh, the Whatever briefcases she's managed to open has taken the more interesting pieces of paper yeah. uh, to, for the, the possum party outside. And can then... I actually, can I have our first roll of the night? I want to see <gasps> how, how I, you know... I want to say, I want to say that this should be a concrete role uh, to open briefcases. I agree. Uh, if you can argue for any other connections that you think would give you a uh, additional die to add, you can do so. Otherwise, you will roll just one. I, uh, as much as I am a fan of arguing for rolling more dies, I genuinely can't think of anything <laughs> that would help Sue Pom Pom in yeah. this situation unless there's like someone in the back <laughs> in the kitchen working. But I think this is a Sue Pom Pom solo mission. Okay, go for it. So roll a d6 okay, and you want I, over your number. Okay, so my number is four and I rolled a four, so that's not great. Uh, your number exactly. You are a city critter. You do succeed. <gasps> And nice. you get special insight into what's going on. Ooh. So I am going to say that not only do you pop open these briefcases, I think that you are able to put together a very interesting puzzle based on the paperwork inside. 
the documents inside each of these briefcases, however uh, innocuous and simple on their own, a couple of billing statements, a few decrees, and a few um, uh, proposals to city council, different things here and there. But when you piece it all together, uh, it looks like the people working for this waste management company are lobbying for and perhaps involved in a new initiative. And it looks like that initiative is going to involve destroying places in the city that have a high likelihood of infestations of uh, insects and other invasive critters. Okay. So I know 1,000% that Sue Pom Pom has no idea what lobbying is. That's just sure. a given. Yeah. But I think they do have a very... It's incredible that she can read. <laughs> I, I, think, I think I can read. I think, I, think, I think she can read, like, this small thing. I think what they get is uh, there are certain words that they recognize because they know exterminate. And they yeah. know, like, mm. they know how to do maps because that's how they get to visit all of their friends. Because when they were possum, they had a very good innate understanding of how the city was laid out. And so being able to put that on top of these weird pictures, it's so much easier than all of the letters. Yeah. And I think, I think they know something bad is happening and it's going to separate those papers from the ones that they want to tear up for the possum party outside. And then is going to yeah. just leave the briefcases here because they're they're protecting them um and, and go give people drinks okay and the the briefcase event happened in the back so that's not something that the rest of the patrons would see i've taken the papers that sue pom pom thinks are interesting which mostly are the ones with the, a lot of the maps and diagrams of the city and maybe accidentally some really relevant information and um, is just going to put them on a high shelf because in their experience, putting things on a high shelf means people can't get to it. Yeah. They couldn't reach anything when they were a possum. <laughs> yeah, of course. This is the scene that the Disney stars all walk into. And since we haven't mm. named a single Disney star yet, no. uh, I, I kind of want to keep that going. <laughs> Good. So, so Jason Bateman's got to be in this group, right? Because he's also a former child star not connected to Disney, Thank as you. far as I know. Can Clay Aiken be there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Clay Aiken, like, not famous before they were an adult, too? That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's, not that's... in this world, not an alternate Los Angeles. Great, great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i love that i love they brought along there was a uh, show called willem dafoe his best very good willem dafoe's incredible run on the uh on hannah montana <laughs> 2 this time it's personal i <laughs> love, love where your brain is matt because i would give anything to hear dylan's willem dafoe <laughs> <laughs> Quick gang, we need to crowdsource right now. What accents can Dylan almost do? That's all, that's all we need to figure out. Dylan, are you a voice guy? Get on the phone. Give you the worst gift. <laughs> my Willem Dafoe and my instinct, my instinct in my head was like, I don't know how to do Willem Dafoe. Just do, uh, I don't know. Just. Uh, it's specifically Willem Dafoe, but after the stint on the Disney Channel, because he left because he got into like um, 
there was like some drama on set and he actually got stuck in the voice from the lighthouse that he was doing. If that makes it easier for you at the all. Have you watched The Lighthouse? What are you talking about? What is The Willem Lighthouse? Willem Dafoe in The Lighthouse. Have you not watched is The Lighthouse? Robert oh my gosh. Pattinson? Yeah. It is. Can, I haven't he seen it, but can like he this be here all too? The time? Why just spill your beans, lad? Yeah, it's the lighthouse, the Disney Channel original <laughs> TV show that they made. Yeah, they the adopted. So the they adapted the lighthouse to be a, a three-camera Disney, Disney Channel sitcom. Okay, yeah, yeah, friendly it's version. It's still all in black and white, and yes. still a retelling of Prometheus. I can still but be, it's three separate thirty-five millimeter cameras. Yes, of course. <laughs> I. Well, gotta say, this world's sounding better and better. Jason Bateman, really Willem Dafoe, I love Cyber LA gang. Ariana Grande, and probably the most famous Disney child actor, Gaffield, uh, <laughs> walk into this shoddy bar. Uh, and uh, is there a bartender at the bar right now? Uh, Sue Pom Pom is bringing out the, the dark beers for everyone and the tap water. Um, and, and see as this group of people come in. Do you guys want to drink things? I can make you drinks. Hey, gang, who's drinking? Uh, I'm drinking. Obviously. That does, that's Willem a pretty Defoe. good Defoe. There that's a go. good Defoe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's a cheeky little one-shot mid-roll. I hope that everyone is enjoying our silly little game of Critters in Concrete as much as we enjoyed playing it. But did you know that you can catch lots of other silly one-shot antics at Gen Con this year? There are going to be live editions of System Mastery and Skyjacks and more. Make sure you check out the show notes. It's going to have everything that you need to know, including where you can reserve your spot and get a ticket ahead of time. We hope to see your butt there in a mask, whether you're in the audience or on the con floor. Please be safe and have fun. Now let's get back and finish up part two of Critters in Concrete. Okay, we have water and we have beer and we have vodka and we have nicer vodka and we have whiskey and we have tequila and we have gin, and we have rum, and we have bourbon, and we have a darker rum, and oh, our beers come in three different colors. Or if you want the tiny little metal ones, I can get you the metal ones, but then sometimes I pour those into a glass anyway, so I don't really get it. But if you want, if you want to get really drunk, you can get, you can get the clear stuff that's not water, and it, the alcohol, it's called alcohol. And that works really well. And I can mix them together, too, if you want more than one. Oh, uh, we're all child stars, so we'll we'll take all of those. You? How old are you? <laughs> I'd rather not talk about that. Understood. You're just the tallest children I've ever seen. I haven't seen very many children, though. I'm going to make you alcohol. Oh! You have to pay for it. Like, just looking around for consensus from the group. Uh, Gaffield definitely looks a little nervous. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of, like, spending money. But, you know, he's also trying to be brave and cool in front of his uh, other child star friends. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll pay for it. Good. Okay. I will be back with your drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Sue Pom Pom goes to the bar and, uh, <laughs> I think just mixes, like, hands him for a loco with, like, several different alcohols because they didn't specify what they wanted. <laughs> I think this is also a universe. It's cyber LA and this is becoming increasingly dystopic. So I do think we're back at original recipe. Yeah, for this loco. is original recipe. <laughs> yeah, for loco, this is. For sure. <laughs> And just, like, each one is kind of different, and she's having a lot of fun, like, putting different things in it. And so one of them has a lime, and one has a lemon, and one has an orange, and one has rosemary, because that was the only other thing on the table. Actually, this bar doesn't have rosemary. That's too nice. It has, it's, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> shitty brown mint. Okay. Ooh, nice. Good. good. <laughs> Makes me have to, after, like, walking over, seeing soup. Pom Pom like leave is like it's probably fine and then walks back to uh, walks back past all of the Disney Channel original stars and sits back down is like it goes to Billy or whoever oh my god is that Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson from The Lighthouse oh my god is that is that Garfield who played the crow in The Lighthouse Disney Channel original show (laughs) you mean the adaptation of the Brandon Lee classic The Crow (laughs) yeah and they put him in the Disney Channel original, uh, yeah, you know how Disney. Ch- yeah, he the, played the cousin Oliver just, uh, of the Crow. They introduced that yeah, new character just, uh, to the Crow, his in life cousin Oliver, with that catchphrase. Yeah, during the time that Disney was like buying up a bunch of films and then turning them into what Disney Channel original that TV shows. Phrase again. What? Why? I, that's what I'm thinking. I wonder yeah, if he's staring long enough. He's just going to do all. it. I remember that there was one, but I would love for somebody to remind me of what that is. Uh, it's a tremendous amount of power that I'm handing over to somebody else to remember something for me. Oh, I hate crows. That, <laughs> that's why it was so unpopular. That's right. Because people loved the crow, like the show, and it's and it's and he kept saying, "I hate crows," like all the time as yeah. well during big dramatic scenes. It's very possible yeah. I don't remember what the crow was about. Uh, the crow <laughs> is about a guy who got murdered and comes back as like a vengeful ghost to avenge that murder. Mm. Wait, mm. is this an actual thing or is this a yeah, bit? This is, a, is. This is a for real The crow is a movie. This yeah. is a for real movie. Um, and it's like, like it's, it's kind of like one of the original like dark, gritty, yeah. uh, superhero-esque concepts. Uh, but like he's never challenged because he's like a vengeful ghost. You can't do anything to him. There's no tension in the movie. So it's just this guy like killing these people in like these really horrible ways. Um, so I'm going to say that the popular. cousin character makes a, makes actually a great adds Disney tension. Mm-hmm. Somebody to finally <laughs> question. Uh, that was the executive yeah, decision. Yeah, hate crows. Yeah. yeah. Very contentious because of diverging from the source material. And then people were like, I don't know if this is appropriate for children. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it got three seasons before they introduced the cousin characters. So. It's so brutal. There's so much blood in it. It's it's I think, wild. And it's like it's like they're showing this to six year olds as a sort of like just stalk there made people realize. Wait a second, what is this what are show? we doing? Why are we doing this? <laughs> well, overhearing that conversation, the the crowd uh, kind of recognizes that they've been recognized you've been spotted 
by this table of executives who are now quoting catchphrases from uh, some of your old media. And a, f a few of the people that you're with are, are, are feigning, you know, chagrin over it. But it's kind of the, that feigning, but with a side of relief that you're still recognizable and that your, your media is still uh, pivotal in a way. Oh, man. Yeah, I really, I really thought I was getting close to uh, beating it, you know. Um, that uh, that TikTok, it just, it just brings things back. Why would you want to beat it? Why, why beat it? Isn't it great? Um, you know, I think our experiences of our uh, media careers were different, perhaps. Um. Tell me, I mean, have any of you guys ever wished that you could be free like a noble seagull? Oh, like, I mean, kind of. I think sometimes about how the seagulls, like, fly. Yeah. And, um, but then they also steal my chips yeah. at the beach. And I don't like that. Oh, okay. Well, sure. Well, I guess there's contrasts in both of our worldviews, huh? That's fun. Yeah. You're kind of poetic now. Were you always like this? Um, I had a profound life experience uh, within the past year or so. That's, uh... It's given me appreciation for some things, for sure. Wow. So, like, rehab? Um, like rehab, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we, uh, I guess that's kind of what the point of all of this is. We could talk about that and, um, you know, share our experiences. Sure. Um, uh, let's see. I mean, gosh, it wasn't that long ago that I was, like, uh, on a on a beach fighting a, a, a rat for for the last uh, munch on a hot dog for sure that was that was rough that was a rough one uh because that rat got that hot dog ariana's eyes get wide willem defoe puts a hand on your shoulder yeah yeah we've all been there Wow. I got to tell you, I was really nervous about coming out tonight because I uh, am not popular um, anywhere. Uh, so this, this actually means a lot to me uh, that I got invited and that I get to spend some time uh, with, with all of you. People, people who feel like understand me and uh, the things that I've been through. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, after I finished filming Twilight for the first time... Uh, I uh, I was definitely hated everywhere, but then, you know, we did a lot of indie projects, and then we really bounced back in the public eye. And I believe the same thing can happen to you. Wow. Wow. I can't believe it. Robert De Niro, <laughs> star of the Twilight reboot, telling me. <laughs> 
telling me that he relates to me. What? Gosh. It really feels like I'm about to start a new chapter in my life. You know, um, we all have these kind of transformative experiences that we all have been through. And, you know, that's why we wanted to just ask, how come you never show up to Illuminati practice? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Guys, is this an intervention? Oh, no. We would never do an intervention. Those okay. are against regulation. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe I'll rephrase that. Is this one of those things where you invited me out uh, under the guise of not talking about Illuminati stuff and, and you're going to try and get me to come to more Illuminati stuff? Well, we just want to know why you don't go. And, like, we kind of want to know, like, how come they haven't killed you for not going yet? Well, um, first of all, hard to answer question number two, because I didn't super pay attention to a lot of it. You know, that was kind of a thing that my parents did, and, um, like, I sort of decided when I grew up that, like, you know, the high holidays, I might observe those, but for the most part, I'm, I'm doing my own thing. Um, and as to why I don't go, um, like I said, transformative experiences. I've, I've got, I've got different priorities, uh, these days, I think. Yeah. James, I would love to see, to see you do a little role and try to, try to sort of pass through this sort of grilling that you're getting sure uh and use a concrete roll to be did we establish my number did oh did we not establish your number i'm sorry. i'm gonna roll <laughs> randomly for it right now i got okay. a two two okay a nice. two very good which puts you in the the firmly in the critter uh camp yeah but to do concrete that's good. You're going to need to get over a two or a two exactly. I got a five. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, you absolutely succeed. There is sort of just like a, a, a little bit of guilt that that seems to wash over them. And Ariana Grande sort of like grabs a drink and, and raises it to cheers to you and says, no, we we really just wanted to get out together. We were just curious because, um, you know, we never see you there and not all of us want to be there all the time. Really? Well, yeah, I mean, it is sort of a cult. Well, yeah. Hey, crazy idea. Um, do you guys like... French fries? Uh, yeah, of course I love French fries. Okay, um, do you guys like, uh, breezes? Sure. Yeah. Okay, all right. What could I sell you on a completely different lifestyle? I want you to picture yourself completely unburdened by the responsibilities that you have of being public figures, of finding one place 
in the world where the only thing that you have to worry about is how quickly you can grab a piece of food and perhaps drag that piece of food away from someone who's eating it, throw it into the sand so they don't want it anymore. You can just go to town on it. Huh. Well, I, I, I think I know what you're trying to say. It's a little abstract. I've been told I'm very poetic. <laughs> I would love for Bigsby and Sue Pom Pom to both make critter rolls because I think overhearing this speech may or may not give both of you some indication that there is another critter shifter here. I rolled a three. Is that good? What is your critter? What is your number? Four. Yes, that is good. In that case, may I make a request? Yes. Can Sue Pom Pom have just been standing there quietly holding the drinks for this entire <laughs> conversation and didn't want to say anything because they've learned that interrupting people is impolite and sometimes people get mad. Yeah, of course. So I'm just standing there. Matt, what did what did you get for your critter roll? I got a I got a five and my number is three. Okay. So you're you're you- you're too involved uh, with. We're all like naming all of the classic Disney uh, Disney Channel original remakes that we loved as as kids. Of course. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Scarface, Godfather, Godfather Two, Godfather loved, Three. Loved those. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I loved the when they uh, remade the Saw franchise, but like every season was one of the films of Saw. Mm-hmm. That was great. That was really wonderful. Yeah. I really liked the Citizen Kane decom musical. <laughs> oh, the I love the Kane decom musical. Absolutely, I yeah, no, preferred I preferred Kane decom musical three. That was sort of a self-referential uh, uh, meta commentary on its really own themes. I think they really hit their stride mm. on that one. They really did. I think Jack Nicholson really killed that role <laughs> and did really well as a musical uh, as a musical actor. Yeah. Sue Pom Pom mm-hmm. behind this group. Sue's pretty short too, so <laughs> it's very it, easy as to it, not notice. As it clicks for you, what this speech is really about, this lifestyle that's very familiar to you in a very, very personal and very specific way. Sue comes in with the drinks. Oh, I have I have all of your drinks. This one's kind of blue. This one's kind of orange. This one's also orange, and this one is clear, but it's not water. Did did you say you wanted to eat French fries that were in the sand? Mayhaps we did. That is not normal human behavior. Did you Uh, know that? I feel I would like to request, Dylan, that yes. this completely changes the mood at the table. Oh, that, absolutely. Like, whatever spell I was weaving is completely broken. Yeah, there's now a bunch of eyes on you to respond to that. Um, uh, um. Um, and I would like to, to make a roll uh, to see if I can recover from this situation. Please feels- do. Concrete. I rolled a one. I think while this is in the meantime, Sue is explaining. So if you take the food 
and you put it in a bowl or a plate, or sometimes there's tiny little bags made of plastic. <laughs> and just talking about, like, explaining the concept of, like, dinnerware. And Gaffield is just sweating. <laughs> just absolutely sweating. Your, your former and tangential castmates have looked on in this as this bartender is explaining to you how to eat food off of dinnerware mm -hmm. and are starting to do the most horrifying thing that people sitting at the same table as you can do, which is have little asides with each other, not involving you. Uh, mm -hmm. turning... And so when the things fall on the ground, you have to go find new ones, actually, because humans don't like eating things that were on the ground, like, ever. Even if it's just for, well, some of them will eat it for just a moment. Do you guys, and looking at the rest of the table, do you guys like to eat food off the ground, or do you like it on the plates? Plates. Please. Right. Ariana. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Will loves the plates. We do prefer plates. Oh. Is this shocking? I uh, I need to excuse myself. Um and Gaff gets up and uh just runs to the nearest door. Uh which is not the restroom. I think it's that employees only area uh, where where uh, uh, Palm was earlier. Can we say that that's where the, all the briefcases are? Yeah, no, the briefcases <laughs> are. There's like a you know, it's like in the in the back. There's like a kitchen that's not being used because Sue Pom Pom is no longer allowed to operate anything in the kitchen. And there's just like, uh, there's just a style, uh, style. There's a stack of the briefcases that are like kind of open. You can see some of the papers. They've been closed, but like sometimes the papers are out. There's some paper on the floor and then like a little pile that has been shredded off to the side. Um, <laughs> can, there, can there be one of the briefcases, which is specifically Bates Bees, that has yet to be opened? But, or it's like you unlocked it, but you hadn't fully opened it yet because then Ariana Grande walked in? Yeah, I think that happened. Also, Sue Pom Pom is going to go after the person who ran away. Okay. Because they didn't pay for their drinks and they promised. <laughs> uh, and Dylan, I have one more request of you, and oh, that is, I would like to change one of my connections because I realized the second connection I gave you, the group of seagulls down by the shore, the the one thing I established about it is they didn't really have a relationship with me, which makes no sense as a connection. As a connection, so sure, sure. I would like to change that to the one seagull I did swap bodies with, uh, who learned yes. an important lesson mm. about humanity, because yeah. I feel like that's more useful as a connection um, Perfect. overall. Of course. So yeah, Gaff goes into the uh, into this kitchen area, really distressed, like looks around, realizes immediately that he's not supposed to be here, and uh, is now even more socially shamed uh, because like, well, no, I gotta just commit to this choice. <laughs> to follow shortly after. You're not allowed to be in here. I cannot have friends in the kitchen. No matter how tiny. Ah! 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 Okay. Are you going to pay for your drink? You promised. I can't. I can't pay for my drink. You can't pay for the drink. I 
felt like it might be a situation where someone else would pick up the round. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everybody out there is famous and successful because because it makes sense for them to be in this world. But I don't belong here. I never have. Oh, me too. Well, you seem to know a lot you about eating off of plates and out of certain bags and never from the ground. Oh, yeah. Oh, the ground. It, it took me a long time to learn that. And you have to use... Well, I did use my hands, but these thumbs are so much better. But, yeah, there's just... There's a lot of rules that no one ever talks about. But once you get them down, it's okay. And you're taller now, which is great. And things aren't always trying to eat you, which is nice. And... um. Well, that's where you're wrong. This city is one concrete jaw that's always trying to chew you up, <laughs> take whatever it can from you, and throw you to the ground like a crow. Oh, I hate crows. I hate them. I also don't like crows. They're so much smarter than me. They take my things. And they're loud, and they're not very polite. Well, loud and impolite, I, I'm kind of down with. Um, that's sort of my whole jam uh, in another space, kind of. You feel, you feel very polite right now. You've got someone else to pay for your drink. You're not supposed to be in here, but you look upset. And you're not very good at being a human, are you? It's okay. Wow. I wasn't when I first changed either, but now I'm really good at it. I, well, I don't pay taxes because all of my money is underneath the tables, but I learned what they are. I'm pretty certain that no one out there pays taxes either, so you're probably good. Excellent. Matthew, Bigsby, in the middle of the ongoing conversation at the bar, the reminiscing about your favorite Disney original reboot shows mm -hmm. uh, and sequels to movies that should never have been made. A mechanical... <laughs> a mechanical <laughs> whirring sound uh, you hear from just outside the bar as a drone with lit up glowing lights that kind of go over and over in a marquee goes and attaches itself to the outside of the door, two little suction cups and attaches itself there to the door. The lit up sign starts to read in a repeating scrolling pattern, city ordinance, this building is to be condemned. This building has had, and then a number ticks up, 427 reports of infestations within the last two years. This is too many. And uh, the ordinance continues to scroll by, uh, stating that the uh, city will be sending a team to demolish this building within three hours. Oh, shit. The final message on the screen is the logo of your waste management company and the partnership between that and the city ordinance.
This episode of One Chat features music from the following artists. When in Rome by Avocado Junkie. Echo Mountain by Shimmer. You Have a Way With Me by Shells by the Sea. And Apex Program by Cody Martin. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online, anywhere, at The Other Tracy. Thank you so much for joining me, Matt, Mills, and James for Critters in Concrete. And another thank you to Emily Conklin for designing this great little shape-shifting game. As a reminder, the OneShot Network will see you at Gen Con this year. That's August 3rd through the 6th in Indianapolis, Indiana. Please remember to check out the show notes and grab tickets for the various panels and performances ahead of time so that you don't miss out. As a heads up, we are strongly encouraging all attendees to wear masks throughout any of OneShot Network's events this year, but performers may be unmasked during said performances in order to ensure the audience hears them clearly. Please do make the best decision you can to protect yourself while enjoying our shows. Also, a big howdy doody thank you to anyone who is supporting the One Shot Network on Patreon. But did you know that you can support the show for totally 100% free? If you tell a friend about the One Shot Network or this show or rate the show on iTunes and give it a little review, it greatly increases the visibility of the show and also makes us feel so good. Here, I'll give you a little example just for fun. Oh my god, have you heard about this guest host Dylan over on OneShot? Listening to them is like coming in out of the snow to a hot cup of cocoa, but if the hot cocoa was funny. I sure do hope we hear from that super Dylan again. See? So easy. And please, if you thought this game sounded fun to play, which it was, go grab yourself a copy on runningdog.itch.io. Later, gamers! As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest OneShot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes.
you love Star Wars but kind of wish you didn't, then join us on the Expounded Universe podcast as we read through all the old Star Wars novels that took the galaxy far, far away that you know and love and turned it into a place where Han Solo can punch a giant otter and Luke Skywalker almost gets eaten by a giant gold-plated pillar of Dinty Moore beef stew. Did you like Princess Leia? Well, too bad! Now she's a space racist! Don't believe me? You'll just have to listen to find out on Expounded Universe.